buddy? Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on today's show, um, we've got we've got something on our mind. And we're going to... Yeah. We're, we're, we've, we've, got, we've got a big ask, and we're going to ask. We, we got a call to action. we got a it's bee a in our bonnet, baby. That is what it is. So, um, so that's going to be coming up on the second half of the show. Um, do, you, do you feel like an activist? Because it's time to get active, baby. <laughs> that's, what we're, that's where we're coming uh, from. Dan, I, I have a hard time getting off the couch these days. So. <laughs> Right, but anyway, we we've got a message and uh, something and that's on our minds, and we're not afraid we're to, to use to it. Uh, but first, before we even get to the news portion of the show, yeah. um, there's something, of course, that happened uh, after we recorded uh, the show last week. Even though the show came out after um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's uh, passing was announced, um, yeah. So um, it's been over a week. Um, and I mean, for us, as we're recording, it hasn't been a week yet. And so but for you, listen, for you guys, home. it's been over a week and it's been, a I don't know about you guys, but it's been a hard week for me. Um, and, and this, this, the, these are, these are, you know, obviously trying times that we're living through, but it, it behooves us to sort of stop and, and remember, uh, and honor, um, somebody who worked so hard for equality in this country, um, and yeah. who's so incredibly important, um, to all of us. And, um, so yeah, so, yeah. someone who, who cleared the path for like, for women, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, cleared, but for, um, yeah. for gay people and for, uh, for, you know, LGBT people of all stripes and, she literally just was uh, was what America was supposed to be about, which mm-hmm. was justice for mm-hmm. everybody, yeah, equality for all, yeah, uh, and uh, and and she she helped shape our country in a good way, yeah, and now so. she's helping to uh, ruin it by dying. So <laughs> great, thanks a heap, Dan. <laughs> I'm I sorry, know, well, I'm going it, through the stages of grief, Frank. I'm going through the stages. I'm at anger. <laughs> well, Currently, I'm, I'm mad. I'm at deal-making, so... Okay. Um, we're clearly in different places. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, of course, I mean, it, it's 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 old news at this point, but um, yeah, we, we, had to, we had to these acknowledge days. it. And, and also just say, hey, everybody, like, you know, this these are these are trying times right for 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 so many of us um yeah this this year has just been one blow after another of various different kinds and of different magnitudes yeah and uh and this wasn't what my psyche needed so um if if you're having a rough time out there like find someone to talk to you know yeah like find find someone to hold find someone to give you therapy find The the secular therapy project. There go you go. Go to them. Yeah. Go to seculartherapyproject.org and uh, and and they can hook you up with a, a therapist who won't say Jesus to you. <laughs> that's a that's a really good thing. Well, Dan. Yeah. 
Oh, we got to get this this show going. Yeah, um, do a show. God damn it, we need to do a show. So, I don't... Uh, Utah doesn't usually make national news, right? Um, yeah. But, and so people may not even know how bad COVID-19 has started to get here. Um, oh. But our ding-dong governor has just, <laughs> has, has taken the approach of... I trust Utahns to be responsible and blah, blah, blah. Why aren't you guys wearing masks? I'm so disappointed. You're not yeah. wearing masks. All the while not actually mandating a good goddamn thing. Right, and exactly. And, and when asked, when asked like, if you know ma masks work, why aren't you mandating it? Well, I trust the Utahns to do the right thing. Yeah. Which um, they're not doing. Look around <laughs> you. You just said you. Yeah. they're not doing it. Yeah. So, What's the matter with you? <laughs> so there's that going on. The big hot spot right now in Utah is Utah County, which is the county south of Salt Lake City. Um, yeah. And that's where Provo, Utah is, and Orem, Utah. Yeah. Um, it's also and, where Brigham and Young University is. Yeah. And another major, at least locally major university that you've never heard of, Utah Valley University. Yeah. But it's large. It's really large. It's, a, it's actually technically the biggest university in the state, isn't it? I believe Utah you Valley. might be right about that. Um, so there's a there's a very large student college student population in the area, and they are in a lot of ways uh, doing their dang hardest to make sure that COVID gets everywhere in that county. Um, mm. And so this is the story of two. Two twenty-somethings and a bunch of and and their dance parties. Um, <laughs> they, oh, these yeah. two two young men, one of whom had been a student at Brigham Young University. Uh, his name is Kwaku L. Um, he's a he was a, um, a, 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 a a convert to the Mormon uh, Church. Did he convert he, from from the book Dune? With that name, is that? <laughs> did he convert from Star Wars to, the, to no Texas? Um, oh. He Kwaku he... L is not a Star Wars name. That is a real human. <laughs> yes, it is Dan. Okay. Um, so anyway, so he and a local Utah native uh, by the name of Samuel Nee, that's N I I. So yeah. these two, they must have found them, found each other at the strange name. Uh, symposium um anyway they um they formed a group that is named and i kid you not young slash dumb and they are <laughs> they're party uh like uh promoters right oh yeah they, they put together the parties they promote them um, and they're all sort of it's it's very utah county it's very mormon right and so these are like dance parties uh, with DJs it's Mormon and in the blah, sense blah, blah. that, like, it's it's Mormon in that subversive way, which is that they try so hard to be awesome, like like crazy partiers, right? But there's mocktails. In yeah, they don't serve alcohol <laughs> there, so you have to sort of bring your own on the sly or whatever. Well, yeah, I, I don't know so much about that as far as the on the sly, but the parties did <laughs> serve mocktails specifically. Yeah. Um, and the, the photos that you would see on social media of these events, uh, the, the kids were, you know, modestly dressed. They, they weren't, you know, 
showing too many shoulders and oh and, my gosh not um so they, the, the clothes just well as the article says uh they they also aren't show wearing clothes as risque as seen in nightclubs in Salt Lake City or Park City. <laughs> yeah, like um, the, big, so the big evil city of Salt Lake. <laughs> this is this is how these people think. It's true. Uh, and so uh, anyway, uh, it's it's kind of a fascinating story because the the uh, Kwaku L, he uh, was the vice president of Brigham Young University's um, sort of Young Democrats. Um, which is surprising that there's even a young Democrats on BYU's campus, but there is. And he was involved in that. And he is the, the article like tracks his evolution from, um, you know, um, somebody who supported, uh, democratic candidates in the past to now, um, basically spewing QAnon conspiracies about wow. masks and the you know the the, the 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 economy is more important than human lives and all this let kind me of tell stuff. you something byu works <laughs> i mean it didn't work for you but apparently <sighs> apparently kwaku yeah. Yeah. drank that drank that byu sparkle oh i actually got straight down <laughs> byu sparkle um it's an inside joke for all you former zoobies yeah um actually i got it wrong knee the the, the kid the the lifelong mormon he uh, uh he's actually from idaho well anyway oh, um okay. they yeah they've um th these were not legally sanctioned events uh they had one that was officially shut down by the local police um and then they promptly uh rescheduled it set it all up and didn't announce where it was going to be until like hours before uh the event so the police uh, couldn't like really shut them down in the same way they went underground and their post said um however uh so this was after the first one was um was canceled uh they in, in their announcement of it uh, they said, however, due to us not being little bitches, we are replacing it with the underground dance party. Oh, um, God. So young slash dumb. Oh, if you can well, fucking believe it. Which one's young and which one's dumb? Or they're, are they both? They're both. both. They're clearly both. Like, well, I don't want to judge having... just by their pictures, but... Um, but now they're... I mean, the, the they look the part. Let me put it that way. And let's like there's no real like tra tracing going on in utah so we don't know what <laughs> right. led to what but i can tell you that uh these parties did lead to coronavirus being spread oh yeah because these were unmasked events yes. right oh yeah these were unmasked uh, events um they they they've actually sort of you're right that there are no official tracings going on but they've basically been able to trace they they know of at least how many did they say um i can't i don't remember exactly how many, but they have been able to trace cases back to people who ended up getting sick later right, right. had been at this party type well, type stats and in addition to that the the um the community spread has been so significant and obviously this is part of a larger problem these aren't the only people doing stupid things in Utah County. Well, and that's the problem but, is that it's not just it's not just these events, it's this attitude. Yeah. It's these 
ding-dongs yeah. who think that they're immune or, you know, they don't care if they get it and apparently don't care if grandma gets it either. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, Provo City, thanks to all these people, now has a mask mandate. Uh, oh, really? Their, their city council passed a mask mandate. The mayor vetoed it. And the city council overruled the veto. Wow. Uh, so they do have uh, officially a mask mandate. Whether people are actually doing it or not is entirely different. Uh, not question. at the underground parties, they're not. Nope. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm going to take us to Archer City, Texas, uh, mm. where a young kid uh, delightfully named David Bumgardner <laughs> just... <laughs> Just really enjoy that name. Uh, 21 years old, fresh out of uh, out of ministerial school or oh, whatever. Okay, uh, was was the new uh, minister at the Faith Memorial Baptist Church. Uh, this young guy uh, was a dyed in the wool conservative. Uh, talks talks a lot of the good lines about you know. Uh, literally, uh, on his Facebook page, he wrote, abortion is evil, homosexuality is a sin, mm. but also said, nationalism, ethnocentrism, racism, greed, unjust wars, policies that plunder the poor and the earth, and blasphemy are unspeakably vile. So, hmm. he's, going, he's having it both ways. Uh, I think, but but no, he can he considers himself a conservative, Bible believing, Orthodox, Evangelical Baptist, uh, but then also is calling out, you know, was calling out uh, these the less Christ-like uh, things going on in the Trump administration, oh, really? and announced that he was voting for Biden. Oh, really? Yeah. So, okay, go. Millennial slash Gen Zer that you know you're able to sort of navigate some tricky waters and I and I, and I applaud that you know there's mm -hmm. some there's some uh, some integrity to to the to these positions hmm. yeah I think okay so um, what happened to this poor young man <laughs> wait why are you guessing that something happened to him Frank you don't think that the uh, that the Southern Baptist Convention has room for such a person? Because guess what? It doesn't. Uh, yeah, they revoked his ministerial <gasps> license. No. Yeah, they didn't just give him a slap on the wrist. They're like, you're not a minister anymore. GTFO. No. Just Dude's for gone. saying that he was voting for Biden? Yeah, well, so they, uh, the, w their hedge is, no, it's not because he has different political views. It's not that. <laughs> Obviously, we're not like that. We're not dicks. Right. We don't kick you out just because you have a different political view. We kick you out because you cause discord oh. among the brothers. Oh, wow! By having different political views, they don't say <laughs> that part, but that's that's the unspoken part. His posts did not literally quote "Do not promote gospel unity." <laughs> well, what the fuck, you guys? That's his political views that you're objecting to. Not his you're gospel lying. views. Yeah. You're fucking liars. Oh, golly. Uh, so there you go. Like, uh, <laughs> and 
this the, the thing that's really the kicker on this is that this dude really thinks of himself as a conservative. Yeah. He he hates gays the right way. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's got he, he ticks a lot of the boxes. <laughs> he just doesn't think that, you know, he he doesn't want the evil to go as far as complete disenfranchisement of some uh, of a group of people based on their race, for example. Hmm. And uh, and and maybe doesn't like fascism, which I think is like crazy. Obviously, you should like <laughs> fascism; it's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he he had to. He was then like for a while there. He had to defend his position by saying, "No, no, no! It's not Marxism to want to vote for Biden. That's not how that works." Good for uh, him. But but he but recognizes that. Yeah, exactly. But people, yeah. People were accusing him of like being part of a leftist takeover of the church and whatever. Oh my uh, God. But so he really whoo. caused a stir. Like he didn't just kind of cause a stir. He really uh, fucking caused a stir. Apparently. Well, yeah. Okay, kick him out. Yeah. I'm actually, you know, like um, the next time they want to like, you know, talk about the left and our purity tests and whatnot. Right? Somebody needs to point Come at on. this kind of thing and be like, "You guys are just as bad, right?" Like, this yeah. is an issue that 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 is, you know, it's unfortunate that I I don't like purity tests, right? Like, no. I, I think that they're a serious serious problem. It's they're part yucky of poo -poo. yeah, it's part of the polarization in this country, right? Is that you have to be, you know, you have to be my level of right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. On all the issues, or, or we're not partners. Canceled. We can't. We we canceled. can't talk to each other. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So they canceled this kid. Yeah. They this absolutely... kid got. And so... it's not just canceled. Like he lost his job. Yeah. You know? exactly. So that sucks. Well, that's canceling, right? Like yeah. that's the ultimate of canceling is that the, you yeah. you didn't fit you didn't you didn't meet the terms of this purity test. You don't get to work. We're we're going to attack your livelihood. Right. And it's their loss because they could have had a minister named Bumgardner, and that's just... <laughs> it might be the real how, reason, Dan. How do you let they that go? They didn't... <laughs> they were suspicious of the name. Listen, I mean, that's why David, he doesn't like gay kids or gay people David, because he's been any, teased his whole life. If any of our listeners can get in touch with, if you're near Archer City, tell him we welcome him with open arms into the loving TGIA family. And he can garden we'll bums all he wants. We will treasure his name for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dan. Yeah. Oman, the country. The country, yeah, not not you're you're not doing a Jamaican accent and saying Oman. No, you're saying Oman, the, the country. The country of, of uh, Oman. What is it on the the tip of the Arabian Peninsula, right? Somewhere, there, somewhere in that nestled area, nestled yeah. next to the United Arab Emirates. You know, just to cause it, I had to look it up. I knew it was over yeah. there somewhere, right? But that's it's, where it's it near is. near Yemen, I think. You yes, you're right, Dan. Yeah. Wow. All right. Look at you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, so um, there are some things that um, surprised me about this article about something that happened in Oman or that is happening in Oman. Uh, okay. The first is that they are in the middle of a crackdown uh, in their shopping malls um, about um, knee exposed knees and shoulders. <laughs> um, they, yeah. uh, this is Those coming from the dangerous. highest levels of the government. 
um, the they need the 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 there must be this crackdown. Men and women who expose their shoulders, knees, or chest. Oh, men uh, and women. Men and women. It's an equal opportunity. Cover the fuck up. Okay. Um, they could face fines of up to seven hundred and eighty dollars. Uh, and oh. jail terms of up to three months. Um, Whoa! The clothes uh, that they are wearing to properly cover themselves must also be uh, 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 free of any sensitive drawings or illustrations. Wow! So you can't have a big, you know, penis Just, on your or, shirt. That's you know, or, or make, something that says you know. Allah is dumb or something. Oh. <laughs> don't wear that your thank God I'm atheist shirt. <laughs> exactly. I don't think, though, they need to actually tell anybody that one. Everybody no. just kind of knows that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I tell you what, man, if you guys, anybody, any of our listeners who goes to the Middle East, mm. don't fuck around. Oh, no. Don't, no. don't test them. No. That is, that is not a good serious. idea. Yes. Keep your head down. Do do what they ask. <laughs> Apparently wear long sleeves and mm -hmm. pants mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah. Uh, don't, just don't fuck around. Yeah, I, I agree. However, interestingly enough, Dan, um, yeah. the veil is not mandatory. Um, oh. Because... Ladies can show their hair? I... I, I guess that's what and they their must face? mean. Um, because, and this is out of an, an interest of uh, multiculturalism um, and uh, religious tolerance. So they, they're not requiring that, but they do want, they do not want to see your shoulder. Yeah. No way. And your knee? Gross. Absolutely not. Forget um, about it. <laughs> you your knee comes out. I guess there've been we're, a lot of complaints about indecency. Oh my you know? god! Um, and and as we know, if you've never seen, you know, certain parts of the body before, any even parts so innocent as, <laughs> you know, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, elbows, right? Yeah, like it, it's titillating. Oh, oh, yeah, no, nothing more erotic than the places where humans bend. <laughs> <laughs> indeed oh my god all right fine well uh i'm gonna go back to texas i'm loving it in texas right now uh -huh, okay um i don't know if, do you can you call to mind are you able to the uh the logo of the united methodists is that something that is in your head is it like a flame of some kind yeah it's like a, a thin cross uh-huh uh, and next to it, and sort of, sort of interacting with it is a flame. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it a, a bunch of times. One thing that has never occurred to me, and I don't know why, is that in the South, the sight of flames <gasps> and a cross. Oh God. Has different meaning. Oh my God. So. Uh. So yeah, there are. Uh. There is now a movement in the South. To reconsider this logo, <laughs> oh my God. because yeah, yeah. I mean, it 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 doesn't look to me, to my eye, like the cross itself is on fire. Right, right. That would be different. But, that would be like little jagged lines, and probably more up toward the top. 
right? Well, like, I mean, the, really... but the flame, the flame sort of is next to and and behind, but it's it's right next to it. It's there's no reason not to think oh. that this is a flaming cross. Yeah, no, uh, I'm if looking you, at it, it right now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So how did so yeah? You just have seen something so many times, right? Yeah. Well, and you know, the that image of a flaming cross is not our image, you know what I mean? Right. I didn't grow up with that being something scary, but let right. me tell you something. Mm. If you grew up in the early 20th century or even later as a black person, <laughs> yeah. Uh you've seen some burning crosses and they were not pleasant. Yeah. They were these these are the whole idea was that this was white supremacists using this image as an intimidation and 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 to terrorize black people. Yeah. So, hmm. It it makes sense to me that uh that they that especially black members would call on the United Methodist Church to maybe rebrand a little bit. <laughs> let's let's reconsider yeah. our logo and uh and and look into that, which I the second I started reading that i was like holy shit yeah i would drop the cross because the flames are really <laughs> nicely designed right like well done yeah so yeah i think you're right uh, they're, they're lovely flames i yeah. always kind of they kind of look like leaves a yeah. little bit no they're they're really they're it, it's just a very simple and elegant um design right um, the cross is really the problem <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> drop the cross. Just, let's just get rid of the cross. <laughs> Nothing wrong with fire, right? <laughs> Everybody likes fire. It's a problem when you put fire with a cross. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All uh, right. Yeah, drop the cross. Maybe <laughs> put in a five-pointed star. See what that does. That might look good. Hmm. Upside down. Sure. Point in a circle. Word, yeah. In a circle. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I yeah, like it. That sounds. That sounds really good. So whether or not will we, we'll, I, I am not holding my breath that uh, that this will happen, hmm. but uh, but it's a possibility. You know, it's it it's hit it's hit the wires. So so maybe it exists. Maybe something will come of this. Yeah. All right. But boy, are people reluctant to get rid of anything, even if it really really hurts people's feelings. So. <laughs> But you know, not, Jesus never said anything about like you know loving your neighbor or anything. So mm -hmm. why would you why would you feel compelled to change something just because your neighbors are hurt by it? <laughs> right, Dan. Yeah, you have uh, in the past. Whenever the topic of somebody's claiming something along the lines of uh, well, claiming to be spiritual. Or they're uh, uh, maybe saying that they're you know spiritual but not religious. But this sure. is something that you've you have repeatedly been like I don't I don't know what they mean by this because I don't. Right. I'm still baffled okay. by that thought. So a uh, a recent study um, that looked into um, what spirituality means to people, right? Sure. Has uh, has, has come out. Um, and, Great. It, and it has found the, the findings are, are kind of interesting. Um, for example, 80 86% of Americans, according to this study, um, identify as spiritual to some extent, right? Okay. Um, and 
Oh, see, for a second there, I thought you couldn't get more meaningless than just spiritual. But spiritual to some extent, you really, uh, you've really blown the doors off. Okay, of it just, at just that wait, point. just wait. Like, okay. it finally gets to the point, right? Okay. Um, it's uh, so, and and it found out some some kind of interesting thing about um, people's. Um, the more that they identify themselves as as being spiritual, right, the higher they rate their spirituality. It right. correlates with um, their likeliness to volunteer, or to donate, oh, or to vote, okay. even. Right? Oh, wow! So there's this connection to being civically minded, right? The more you identify yourself as spiritual. Um, now, one of the things that um, they pointed out was kind of an innovation of this study, is that they actually asked people to define what spirituality meant to them. So to kind of get at the core of like, what, when you say this, what do you mean, right? What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. And so they were able to do this through <laughs> uh, focus groups, I guess, okay. after um, the initial survey. Um, and they, they found that one of the things they did is they had people draw pictures of spirituality <laughs> okay. like what are some of the images right that sort of come to mind and people uh drew pictures of oh god of no, trees see this. <laughs> okay um clouds yeah <laughs> oh my god as well as apparently like some peace signs some things <laughs> that would suggest love they drew divine beings um, if you draw enough of these images, does a hippie store just pop up where you are? <laughs> Do uh, crystals magically appear in your hand? <laughs> Some of the words that people um, uh, used to describe um, spiritual people, right? They, they were like, okay, uh -huh. well, what, what can you describe a spiritual person for us? Um, and so the respondents... Uh, chose positive things and uh, they said you know like, happy and joyful calm centered compassionate caring um, and what was interesting is that people were hesitant to connect their spirituality with politics in any way shape or form um, and huh. this was kind of a, a broad finding is that people felt that politics didn't have anything to do with their spirituality and vice versa what shut up that's a lie their religion is something entirely different and their religious practice is different this is them defining them, them themselves and their sort of connection to things that are bigger or outside of them or connections to ideas that are inside of them and that's why it's so hard when people have a very hard time defining this and it's why there's own there's just a study now that's actually going could you please tell us what you mean by this because we don't <laughs> yeah. we don't really know even though 86% of americans identify as 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 being spiritual to some yeah. extent even though that seems yeah. to be a little bit of a problem um but i i i just found that it really really interesting that this is something that people's sense of spirituality um, is something that they they hold separate and almost 
have a desire to keep it unsullied by right. these other interests such as political interests and that's fascinating and i don't know what that means right i don't know if well it... i feel like i feel like this concept of spirituality it's all here's here's where i really object to the idea and and, and i want to be specific <laughs> about it because i what i think it is is this holdover where somebody wants somebody embraces the qualities that you mentioned mm -hmm. of compassion mm -hmm. and uh and and you know caring for the environment or caring for the fellow humans or any of any number of very positive uh personal traits mm -hmm. and they've been trained by our society to that those belong in a box called religion mm. and they don't want the religion they don't want that box and they don't know what box to put them in mm. so they just call it this spirituality thing and then they can throw whatever woo they want on mm -hmm. it they, you know they can overlay it with any number of you know candles quasi uh native american sure. or you know <laughs> right. ancient indian practices that they want to little bells and they can yeah sure smudging <laughs> whatever it is right and then and but but really all we have to do is just say no you can have all of those things and you can you can work on them and you can grow them inside of yourself mm -hmm. and it's just about being a good person is there a it's, need dan for people to disassociate almost really positive feelings from themselves right like they want weird. it they want yeah, it to be coming from outside right they want it to be coming yeah. from this source when all they need to do is is say you know that love that i feel that that burning feeling that i feel right yeah or that whatever right that, that or that interconnectedness that i feel yeah. with other humans but that's with nature me. with i'm feeling that's just that. you i feel that because that's how and powerful that's great. that is right and that's enough and that there's nothing mm -hmm. you don't need anything bigger than that it's a human reaction to these kind of experiences or, or connections or right um I, I hate to boil it down even further but guess what it's fucking chemicals baby it's like <laughs> yeah no it's it is. Your, it's your it's your chemistry and i approve of all of that but but like when we can replicate those same feelings by dosing you with a little bit of mushroom magic mushrooms or whatever guess what it's your chemistry yeah that's what's happening. Magic mushrooms, psychedelics aren't giving art un unlocking your connection to the universe. Oh, people like to say it though. Anybody who's oh. been through like an ayahuasca ceremony yeah. and they talk about the mother or whatever, it's like, excuse me? <laughs> like, yeah, don't, you had an experience yeah. and I don't deny that. And it may have changed you for the better. Wonderful. Right. You, it, but it was a chemical change, yeah. not a... You didn't connect to something in another realm. You connected to something very much in your realm. Inside anyway. you, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Steve Urquhart might uh, disagree with me. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going... We'll, we've got a, an email about that. I'll remind everybody who that is later. Um, so I'm going to take us to... Uh, here in these United States, there's lots and lots of different kinds of churches. Um, we like to we talk a hell of a lot about the uh, sort of right wing 
very conservative evangelicals because they, boy, they like to holler. Uh, they are very noisy. But here's an interesting thing. There has been a study of over 1,200 congregations across the United States. Mm -hmm. And in terms of uh, political engagement, it turns out that the liberal congregations are far more con far more engaged than the conservative ones. As uh, define engaged, like what are they up to? Uh, so like uh, we're talking about uh, activities like um, political uh, discussions, mm. um, voter guides, mm. get out the vote, voter registration stuff, hmm. uh, lobbying elected officials, really? demonstrations, marching, all of these sorts of things, the liberal the liberal congregations are are more engaged than the conservative ones. Well, maybe so. That's interesting. Maybe Biden's no dummy. <laughs> well, For, there is that because we ain't organized. <laughs> yeah, here's the problem, though. I mean, and you know, the article that I got this from on Religion News uh, doesn't really go into this, mm -hmm. but okay, they're more engaged. They're also a tiny percentage of, of Christianity. the congregations mm. in the country. <clears throat> that's probably true. So, yeah, that's probably true. So, you know, huh. 80% of them or whatever the percentage, you know, apparently half of the congregations, uh, the liberal congregations, are, are more engaged. Hmm. Uh, but half of a small percentage is still a smaller percentage than the... Uh, the, or a, a smaller number of people uh, of engaged uh, communities than what the uh, conservatives have. So huh. interesting. Yeah, um, but you know it's very interesting talking about you, you talk about endorsing candidates, and you know President Trump was all over the fact that he got rid of the Johnson Amendment uh, by you know with an executive order, and the Johnson Amendment, for those who don't know, was the amendment. To our that that said that uh, that churches that were tax exempt were not allowed to endorse a candidate. Right. And Trump said, "I got rid of that." Well, no, you didn't. Ding dong. You you don't have the authority to, but he can tell the IRS not to enforce right. it. Right. Yeah. But in terms of percentages, he cleared the way for liberal congregations far more than 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 uh, conservative ones. So that's. Very interesting. Fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's, that's the thing. So there you go. Uh, I still just would rather that churches not be involved in politics in these United States that's the way it the, was supposed to be. That's but the better solution. Uh, there yes. you go. All right. Well, kids, if you are part of a congregation that, uh, that was involved and you want to tell us about it or anything else, please feel free to write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or... Call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around, guys. There's more show. Hey, Dan. Yes? <laughs> Wait, I, I was calling for Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's not here right now. <laughs> um, the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, yeah. 
obviously her again i know sent shock waves through the country um, i'm shocked and obviously we I mean, i'm not we shocked were, she was an old we lady. were devastated was... um yeah. the left was devastated and the right wasn't so much um oh no 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 they, they, they were not devastated were kind of pleased as punch really uh it's not it's it's kind of ugly but boy i saw so many like coach dave was chiming yeah. in about how great it was yeah. and you know when scalia died um mm. you and i on this show were pretty stoked about that <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I like let's not it's true paint ourselves as as saints um no. or that 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 in their position we didn't do the same thing but oh, here's sure. what they uh where they take it that we didn't and it's that they were praying for it yeah they were we they gotta... were wishing and wanting for ruth bader ginsburg to die well and not just hoping uh now they're taking credit so here's <laughs> yeah. here's robert henderson Ugh. who's a pastor uh, who apparently he had taken a trip to D.C. recently. Here's what he had to say. We were in the meeting on Monday night in D.C., and I told him, I said, look, we need to go into the courts of heaven right now while we're on site in D.C., and we need to shut the mouth of the lion judicially. We need to ask for a judgment against the lion that has actually been devouring and intends to devour from the Supreme Court. We need to get a judgment against this lion that Paul said God shut the mouth of. So I led us into that place. Well, guess what? Ruth Bader Ginsburg has passed away. President Trump will establish a new Supreme Court justice. That's no accident. That's no accident. We dealt with that very significant. Someone said, now, how can you have the authority to do that? Because we are a house of prayer. Yes, yes. Because you are a house of prayer. No individual can do that, but a house of prayer that is representing a culture can stand in the courts of heaven and get verdicts rendered out of heaven that will allow God's will to be done. Do you need to understand, if we don't shut down this abortion issue, that blood altar will invite demonic powers into this nation. It will continue to do it. As bad as killing babies is, it's not just about the babies. It's about a blood altar that is inviting demonic powers. We have to shut it down. And we need a judgment, a judgment, a judgment against the mouth of the lion. Frank, I'm going to admit something to you. What's that? I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this judgment mouth of lion business? Uh, I literally yeah. have no idea what the fuck he's on about. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I, 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 but, I think the sentiment... The, the, this, this, let's not get too mired in, in the specifics and <laughs> bogged down by details in, in, here. In the words that he's yeah, used? Yeah, because it's more the general meaning... And, and, which, and his, which was that if you have enough people, the prayer, dear Jesus, please kill her, mm -hmm. will work. If Apparently, you have enough people. Yeah, I think that is what he's claiming. Um, and, you know, I, I, it is amazing that, that they've never learned the lesson that it, it normally doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, every once in a while events just sort of happen that might confirm your little prayer 
Right. Yeah. But it usually doesn't work. Um, And in fact, I mean, it doesn't work, obviously, but like in their minds, I don't know how they don't see that it, like the vast majority of the times, uh, there's, there's, there's no intervention. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It, uh, but you know, this was luck, dude. It, well, this was timing. If you're going to take credit for a prayer working, why not take credit for a murder? Why not take? Why not make it a, it's a somebody dying? Yeah, that's just, that's uh like normally it's like you know somebody healed of something and it's yeah, like well that's problematic exactly. enough right? But like, <laughs> but the death of someone, the death of a right, oh my and God. Me, and all those women in that congregation yelling amen, hmm. not realizing that like the woman who just died was the one who cleared the path for you to, you know, own a house without a man co-signing mm-hmm. or get a credit card without a man co-signing yeah. or get a job. Yeah. That's, you know, what a, go to college. All you know, I mean, you could go to college before, but right. But but like, you know, just the equality that you enjoy as a person, you probably don't enjoy it. These who am I kidding? These women. Well, here's the probably. one. Here's one for you, Dan. Um, yeah. Ironically, Ruth Bader Ginsburg made it possible for a woman to come along after her to undo her legacy. Yeah, well, that's true. Right? Way to go, Ruth. No. You should have thought it through. Like, how does that end up working out? Right? Here's this accomplished, you know, or this woman who who is in position at this point to be uh, her replacement, most likely. Right? Yeah, and you're talking about uh, what's her name? Drawing a blank on Coney, her name. yeah, something. That one. Amy, something. Amy Coney Barrett. That's what it was. There we go. Like, like, like before Ruth, like when Ruth Bader Ginsburg was like trying just to get a job out of law school, right, and be taken seriously it, as a lawyer. Yeah, like it was, it was like nigh unto impossible. Yeah. Nobody would hire a woman lawyer. So, yeah. so yeah, there's that. I hope, I hope they m- professional women don't miss that point, even yeah. the conservative right. ones. But. Well, we had some folks write into us. Uh, <clears throat> someone delightfully calling themselves Jam Nasty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I, ha- I, I have to. Uh, You'll you'll understand why I'm telling you this when I read the uh, the uh, the the email itself. But I I should point out to you that this email comes in multiple font sizes with very creative uh, capitalization uh, throughout. Ooh, so okay, just imagine that. Okay, <clears throat> as I read Jam Nasty's email uh, in response to your story on Steve Urquhart. Now, I will remind our listeners that Steve Urquhart was the conservative Utah politician who then went on to do an ayahuasca ceremony and it blew his mind, man. And then he <laughs> now he's decided to start a psychedelics-based religion right. here in Utah. Right. Uh, so in response to that, uh, Jam Nasty says, I have been an open and quite vocal advocate of psychedelics for years now. I can't tell you how many times I have said that I think a requirement for any elected seat... Uh, a seat of government 
should be a psychedelic experience. And I'm not talking about, oh, I'll just have one sip of your mushroom tea, thank you. Oh, no. I'm talking heroic dose, ego death causing experience. <laughs> That's the whole thing? Well, they, on a, they do go on. On a side note, when Grace Slick of Jefferson Airplane was invited into the White House in 1970, she allegedly brought LSD with her in hopes of having the opportunity to dose Tricky Dick Nixon. <laughs> I often I often wonder what might have happened uh, differently if she was successful. Well, I think you're putting a lot of faith into into some uh, some crazy psychedelics, but yeah. Who knows? Yeah, who if, wins? You know? Nixon or psychedelics? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I something tells me Nixon wins in that one. But it worked for Steve Urquhart, yeah, so fantastic, who can yeah. even say? Hmm. Uh, Professor Mark wrote into us, Hey, Frank and Dan, the best use for a failed church I've experienced was the conversation of a, oh, sorry, was the conversion of a holy place to a hoppy place. Yeah. While, while attending the American Atheist Convention in Cincinnati and unexpectedly questioning uh, my atheism, I stumbled into what looked like St. Paul's Evangelical German Protestant Church. <laughs> but praise be, it turned out to be Taft's Ale House. No, I'm just fucking with you. I totally knew it was a brewery and that I totally made it my mission to check out. The building is beautiful and still looks all churchy, just with the even more beautiful addition of beer stuff. <laughs> Don't take my word for it. I've attached a couple pics. Anyway. Nice. Uh, well done, Professor Mark. I actually met Professor Mark ah, at that event. Nice. So that was nice. Cool. Uh, we have a voicemail, do we not? We do indeed. Yeah, this is a uh, listener who's responding, Dan, um, to our, our show from last week. Um, yeah. And he has, uh, he has some things to say about why maybe atheists aren't taken too seriously as a, as a group politically. Hey, Frank and Dan. Uh, this is Nick out in PA. Um, just listen to the most recent episode of uh, Thank God I'm Atheist and um, I wanted to comment on the why we don't get pandered to as the nuns as often. Um, I think it also has to do with the fact that there's no place for us to really wiggle around. Um, if it was two middle-of-the-road candidates and they're basically the same, it'd be a lot easier to draw our weight behind one over the other and say, well, look, we're important, you can look at the numbers, but... As things have become more politicized and more polarized, it makes it a lot harder when it comes to, you know, people's rights, whether it's Black Lives Matter or women's rights, gay rights, you know, the stakes are way higher. And at that point, it does end up making it so that we kind of get taken for granted because for the most part, a lot of nuns tend to be kind of liberal leaning and you know it we just kind of get taken for granted and it sucks i, I don't know the answer to move forward but I, I think the only way we're going to get to a point where we can be listened to a little bit easier is if things become more depolarized and kind of cool down a bit i don't know uh, thanks for the great job you guys do, and keep up the good work. Love y'all. Bye. Thanks, Nick. Well, yeah, got, you got a good point there in that, like, yeah, if you're talking about me as a secular voter, it would take a lot 
for you to convince me not to vote against Trump, mm-hmm. meaning for Biden, so that we unseat Trump. Yeah. Like it would take you, I. It would be unfathomable the amount of dipshittery that Biden would have to pull for me to think, ah, uh, Trump's the better choice. So yes, take me for granted. Stupid Biden. I don't even like Biden. I'm, I'm personally, I have nothing against the guy, but like as a candidate, not my guy. But oh, the amount of stuff that would have to happen before I would vote, not before I would not vote for Biden, just to get Trump out of there. <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, yeah. It, especially right now, I, I I get it. I get why uh, we are we are sort of we're irrelevant as a group because we've allowed ourselves like up to this point there's never been anything no organized anything really i mean aside from a few you know groups that do great work right it's never coalesced into any kind of political movement or with any kind of cohesive message or anything like that we'll we'll talk about that a little later in the show too um i have one more email from max in mississippi this is also about politics because what isn't about politics in this moment in our history uh max says last week you asked why joe biden and the democrats are not engaging non-religious voters before atheists can become an important voting block one worth courting They need to have a common political agenda and a public image that makes them both dependable allies to politicians and non-threatening to other members of their coalition. These are separate problems, but they are inextricably linked. As you suggested last week, a basic plank of common political agenda would be an insistence that the government protect non-religious people against harassment and discrimination in our public institutions. I worry, however, that this leads to a a situation in which we are constantly fighting ugly skirmishes uh, against people who encroach on the boundary between church and state. Put simply, we are constantly reacting to their transgressions. Mm. I think we need to alter the terms of the debate. We need something bigger, something that can pull people into our movement that that might be a new vision for our society. Uh, we might champion the views of, of humanity like those offered in the human humanist manifesto or by Carl, Carl Sagan in the pale blue blue dot or we might advance the ideals of the enlightenment and link those back to the nation's founders atheists or secularists who engage in public life might even offer themselves as champions of evidence reason and truth the larger point is that we need something aspirational, not simply not simply defensive or reactionary. That's a really good point. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's an excellent point. Real, real good. Well, do we have some folks to thank this week? Dan, we do. What? We really, really do. We have what? <laughs> we have three new patrons. Um what? these are people. <laughs> Can that's you go a little higher? Go. <laughs> nope, that's a, we, we, we hit the, the ceiling there. <laughs> well, it's higher than I can go. Um, we, the, these people went to our website, thinkoutimatheist.com, and clicked on the support tab um, and followed it over to Patreon. And they are um, Barbara, who is a new deacon. Woo! Uh, Michael, who's a new teacher. Woo! Woo! And Max, who's a new patriarch. 
Oh, there's been, amazing. There's been a run on patriarchy. Um, and we are, we're generally Wait, anti-patriarchy uh, on the show, sort of philosophically. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you'd we're like pro to be patriarchs. a patriarch, <laughs> we will we'll help you out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, guys. Um, it's it's really fantastic. And you know, this is probably a pretty good time to announce something, Dan. Um, which is we are ad free. Whoa! We we are hey officially. Yo. It's been worked out with the hosting company. <laughs> uh, so that little threatening. Um, or not threatening. The warning <laughs> at the beginning of the show a couple weeks ago. Nobody even needs to worry about anything. We're sticking. We're staying put for the time being. Um, yeah. But we are ad free. Um, and you so guys, if you hear and, an and that's ad, all due to our. That's that's due entirely to our our patrons. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what's made this possible. Absolutely. Uh, we could not do it without <clears throat> you. So we. Yeah. We're not making any ad revenue, uh, and will not uh, going forward. Um, but if you do happen, because we to hear like an you ad, guys more. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but if you do happen to hear an ad, please, 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 please let us know. Like, shoot us an yeah. email. P- podcast. Because that's not supposed to happen. Um, and we will get to the bottom of it. Um, but that's such great news. And it's amazing. And Dan, you're absolutely right. Like, it's it's so meaningful that so many of you have come out to support the show. Um, and uh, it, it's amazing. And, our t- and, and, and if you want to keep us that way... Uh, we need more. We need everyone who can. Uh, if you, if it's something that you feel like you can do and something that you want to do, please do step forward and uh, and become a patron of the show. Uh, just go to thankautomatheus.com and you can find the support us tab. And it, uh, that's what will keep us going uh, and sustain us so that we don't have to ever have ads again. <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, Dan. Uh, as always, we do have our top donor to thank. Whoa. Our Lord and Savior. Davis Woo Davis Alright you guys are amazing Let's uh Let's let's continue onward <laughs> Dan Hey So um Like we've talked about already A lot on this episode is that um this is a, a rough time um politically in these united states yeah um it, this is a really rough week um where we're um uh, coming to terms with uh the passing of ruth bader ginsburg um and, and what that's dealing with mean. the fact yep you guys it's uh it's gonna happen yeah they're, they're yeah. going to get another it's gonna be six uh, to three um, another like crazy yeah uh the court is out uh, of balance. Like conservative justice yeah. in someone who's already out who, of balance, but who is who all they care about is their Jesus yep. and that's and they don't care about the law. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. It's going to be a bad choice, a non good someone who doesn't care about jurisprudence at all. Yeah. And it's going to be another Kavanaugh. Like it's yeah. a, a Gorsuch who obviously is problematic on a lot of levels, but who's turned out to not be exactly what we thought he was going to be. Um, we're not going to get another one of those. <laughs> There's not no. going to be a sneaky, actually maybe a, a decent jurist, just one that doesn't agree with us. Um, it's no. going to be just a terrible jurist, unqualified, um, and who has a religious agenda. 
and that's who we're getting. Correct. Um, yeah. So brace yourselves. Yeah. Come to terms with it. It's happening. Yeah. But here's the deal, and and this is something that um, that I think that 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 we that, that happens a lot in in life uh, in general, which is when things get bad and when things are down, there's an opportunity, right? Yeah. And we just have to see what that opportunity is, and I think the opportunity is going to be to coalesce around some kind of political message we've talked about the fact ad nauseum that the atheism the atheists in general are not organized right and i and i really i don't want some national organization coming along and and it wouldn't work right like we're not that kind of movement nobody can step forward and say we now speak for all the atheists exactly because because we're we're not a monolith right uh we we all came to to our atheism by different paths and quite frankly it means something probably different to all of us right to not believe in god but there are similar um either experiences or needs probably more 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 likely than anything um like the need to keep prayer (laughs) out of the schools and out of our public meetings to keep religious education out of the schools um and yeah literally right now our our president has just announced that he wants to do what did he call it uh uh like patriotic education oh god which is literally just code the thinnest veiled uh thing Uh, it's just going to be religious indoctrination um it's going to teach a a revisionist history that is that is not even related to reality about the founding and, of the nation you mean uh, yeah ab- about about how our nation was yeah. founded it's going to ignore people of color entirely yeah. it's going to be just the story of of valiant white people creating with the help of lord god almighty and jesus christ himself writing a constitution you know that that was crafted by god mm-hmm. it's going to be nonsense yeah. And we need to fight it. Yeah, but and uh, and that doesn't mean just talking about yeah. it. Yeah, and so like and that and, you know Dan, I mean that is what we do. We we do talking we, about we do it. talk yeah. about it. Um, and and I have seen this show um, as sort of the thing that that I do right to to be yeah. engaged and to be involved and to you know to you know to, to do our it to is do our, our bit, activism right this is this is extent. our activism um but in in the wake of something like this i, I was kind of thinking and and it's obvious, it's kind of been a theme on the show actually for a couple weeks maybe a few weeks little things have have sort of popped up of of like you know well what do we do right what how, mm. how do we organize right and yeah. and i and i think that like we what we really need to do is i i i want to start encouraging atheists out there within you know our listenership um and beyond to really start considering doing what the evangelicals did um so effectively mm. starting decades ago which was if you got a kid in school get on the PTA right yeah if you have experience with the pta why not run for the school board right yeah 
after you've or, or maybe you've already done that like the run for city council right like and 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 just that's how they affected their political change was they started small and it's slow and it takes a long time but you're you're making change in your immediate community right you're yeah. looking out for as if you're on the school board you're looking out for issues like prayer in school right yeah. um and 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 you start small and you build and you build and so i would like us dan to basically make an offer to the atheist excuse me to the atheist community at large which is if if you've had this experience if you've done this right if you've been politically involved um and you maybe let's take the example of being on a school board right you've been on a school board you had to run for it you had you had to be on it you you know you had to make your your connections right and maybe there's somebody out there who's thought about it, but that's a little intimidated by it. And we would like doesn't know the process, yeah. doesn't understand how it works, all that sort exactly. of exactly. And so what I what I want to offer to our to everyone, right, is that we will help make these connections, right? If you've had this experience and you'd like to help somebody else, let us know. Just email us right into right? us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Tell us how you would want to be available, right? And then if you're yeah. looking to do it, email us and we're going to connect you. Right. And this is our first step. Like we, we have some yeah. other ideas. We'd like the website to maybe have some resources on it. Um, but so yeah, if you have resources that you think are useful, yeah. send them into us. Exactly. If you have a, if you have any, anything that you think would be useful to someone was from our group who wants to take the step of running for office or who wants to be more politically engaged who wants to start some activism who wants to start a you know an organization who wants to run a campaign any of these things mm-hmm. we're here's the thing we need it's 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 beyond just who we vote for mm-hmm. now yeah it needs to be you yeah if you know if you're in a job that you don't love mm-hmm. run for office why not Find a way, or find, or if you've got a friend who's uh, who's an atheist, who's who's a non-believer, who's a nun, and there, you know, you think they would make an ex- an excellent candidate. Let's dive in. Let's get it going. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's too late for this particular uh, cycle, well, political cycle. And, and I, but that's when you start. Right. You start. You don't start the year of. Right. You start years before. And we need to be planting these seeds all over the country absolutely and and this is regardless of who gets into the white house right like this oh, is yeah. not oh we're, we're we're just all upset right when well, we are upset because trump's president and we are upset because ruth bader ginsburg passed away but this is not about them this is about us standing up for a secular society that yeah is going to continue to be eroded like it's just going to right we're facing this right now and we need to stand up for the thing that we want which is a society that is for all of us this and and that's the thing that is the beauty of of the secular message is that we're not trying to take anything away from anybody and we're not trying to yeah to 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 tell them to exclude yeah that, that, that that they that they don't have a place in in the conversation right the people have a place 
their religion doesn't right like your yeah. ideas have a place your values have a place but come and talk about them outside of religion right and come and talk about them as part of our society exactly as of of our of our pluralistic open secular society exactly right it's a and this you know obviously this doesn't just apply here in the united states but right. uh but you know when you're in a government when when you have a governmental system that is meant to be representational or representative meaning we're you know we elect people to represent us in these bodies right i want us to be representing Absolutely. us yeah. i w i want you know we can't just rely on people that align with us politically to care about you know maybe they will maybe they'll care about our you know our our way of thinking but you know it's like a, that emailer said we want a secular society we want to rally around a positive message mm -hmm. of 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 secularism and of and of inclusiveness and we can find the way to do that uh but a bunch of us right you the person listening at home genuinely check in with yourself is this something you could do <laughs> right honestly sit down and ask yourself you know i yes i'm staying at home because of covid and i got yeah, my kids are in school could i run for school board right could I, you know, at least join the PTA and be part of the conversation? Right. The more we can be part of the conversation, the you know, the 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 louder each of our voices becomes. Yep. Absolutely. So that's our that's what we're encouraging. We want to hear your stories about it. We want to hear your uh, your uh, ideas about it. Write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Click the like button. Engage us there. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Also find us on Twitter at TGIAtheist. And you know what, Dan? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you like what you hear out there on, yeah. on this show, right, please help us continue to make it possible. You can do so by visiting our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and clicking on the support tab. Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thank you to Gordon Johnston for the use of your music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.